let's talk about You're the Best Thing in the Room as the last song on this show. And you are the best thing in this room by far. By default. <laughs> you don't have much competition for me. That's for sure. I have a cat over there. Um, yes, best thing in the room. It's a fun one to make for sure. It's a more funky groove for you. I really like the funky groove and the fuzzy drum machine and the funky bass in this song. It just kind of grabs you. So that was a, a co-write with Rob Kleiner and he came up with the drum groove. Uh, I was just listening to some groups that I liked, Unknown Motor Orchestra and other kind of Leaky Lee and things like that. And just Rob came out with this drum groove and I started mucking around with some chords and then he put the bass down and we talked about what the song could be about. And I'm trying to remember how the best thing in the room thing came up, but I think I was maybe started to talk about observing people yeah, not specifically in Los Angeles. This was directed at somebody in Melbourne <laughs> who was always looking for the best person to talk to. So even when they were engaging with you, City, their eyes kind of look past you to see who else is around in a way of trying to network rather than anxiety, I, I believe. And I mean, we've probably all been there. Sometimes I get nervous in situations and I don't realize that I look a bit like a meerkat, like peering around or, you know, trying to, yeah, get flustered. If I have a birthday party, I know I feel a little anxious about my friends getting on and things, but this was about somebody that's always looking for the best thing in the room or the best person to talk to and making less of an effort with the introverts rather than the outgoing party people, I suppose. But it also for me could be, I don't want to put too much meaning on what it should be about because for me, like the best thing in the room could be the puppy in the corner. Like that's, that's where you usually find me in the corner, hanging out with the cats or, or something like that. So, but ultimately it's just, it could go into this deep meaning, which, you know, it maybe stemmed from, but ultimately I think when you hear it, it's just sort of like a fun, funky thing about, I don't really say the word funky that often. I don't think I could pull it off very well, but it's, it's a fun song about, yeah, just seeing someone and deciding they're the best thing in the room. And I don't know. I like, I like that it has a slight darkness to it as well, which comes out in the, in the music video with the 70s horror. Oh, back to my 60s, 70s horror thing. And that's there's a couple of New Zealand comedians in the video as well. So that was a lot of fun to make. So yeah, Rob helped keep it simple and not overthink things too much. And I grew up playing, you know, Rhodes and Whirlies and things. So fun to do that. And my next EP will have much more of that kind of vibe as well. That's why I put that one out as a single and the, and the Looking for Love and A Major seem to work better as a unit so I didn't include best thing in the room on there but it probably will be on my next collection of songs that I'm going to release which have much more of that uh moody sort of soulful vibe I like a few things in the song I like the vocalese the baradadas and the ha-has and the things that you throw in there I don't know if those how that comes to you I'm always interested in how people add vocalese onto their songs and the harmonies yeah, it's not something I've done too much of, and it's nice to uh, to kind of experiment with that sort of thing. It's something that you would do maybe instrumentally uh, when jamming with a band, but to do that, you know, it's like, oh, let's... I've always been nervous um, from jazz school. I've been wary of doing too many... I don't want to get on the big scat solo tangent or anything or get too crazy, but there's nice things to take from that, and you might play that riff all together as a band. Everyone plays the same little 
line is like, oh, let's sing that as well and, and experiment with that. Other times you might just not know what to say. Uh, and that's okay. <laughs> sometimes all you need is a little ba ba ba. We take on information as listeners, taking these lyrics, and sometimes it can be fun just to take a breather and have a little vocalise. Is that, that what you called it? I never heard that before. You know, it was Jessica Poland Vaughn who taught me that on this show. She was on um, The Voice. She was on The Voice. She does it in so many of her songs. And I was like, oh, I'm going to remember that word because it's, I, I love it when artists make up words because I, I feel like it comes from some sort of emotion, you know, and the sounds they make up all contain an emotion in them, in my opinion. And you know, this one, I don't know, what's the emotion behind ba-ba-ba-ba-ba? <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm just, yeah, I'm just sitting here having fun. Or, da, 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 da. You know? I had a song once that was on my very first album, and the whole chorus was ooze, just ooze, like a vocal ooh riff. And I got told that I had, that wasn't okay by somebody. You would never hear that on this show. We talk about that all the time. I love the ooze. I love those too. So what happened was, woo, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I had this song and in the chorus, it was just doing, ooh, and so we're, no, you have to find it. This is a chorus. You have to figure out what you're saying here. It's very important. And so, oh, okay, cool. So I tried to write these words to it and then performed it on a morning show, a good, a good morning show in New Zealand breakfast show and someone goes what happened to the ooze and the chorus that was the best bit and I go oh okay I put these words together that kind of summarized what the song was about but people were like like maybe five or six people were like didn't hear the ooze so I went back to my ooze and you know went with my my gut there in the end and for the recording and had these beautiful harmonies and and you know like more than ever with those you know bands like Mumford and Sons and with the tom drums, we have a lot of ooze and like soundscape things now. It's 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 lovely. And Beach Boys, you know, like lots of ooze. So I don't know why I was in the moment of of thinking I respected that person's opinion and I go, oh, okay, cool, I have to change it. And so I did. And then at least I tried it. You know, you've got to try these things. So point being, I've I've let myself uh, try to have a little more fun with little sections rather than being too wordy or too serious all the time. And um, the title track for my EP, Looking for Love, has got an E-O-E-R, and that doesn't really mean anything. But Vampire Weekend, cool bands like that, they do that a lot as well, like make up words and, yeah. You can keep on making up words as far as I'm concerned and using your vocalese as much as you want. Trust your heart, trust your instincts, trust, trust your intuition, keep writing great songs. Lisa, I have to thank you for coming on our show. Is there anything you want to promote or tell us about? Like, we're going to see you on stage coming on tour? At the moment, I would just love to promote my EP, uh, Looking for Love in A Major. And that's out on uh, all streaming services. Bandcamp is obviously the, the method that helps us keep doing what we're doing because more of the money goes to the artist on Bandcamp. But uh, yes, just due to COVID restrictions, I... I'm seeing what's, what will happen. I'm, I'm going to be doing, hosting a cinema, cinema jazz band for a film festival in Hollywood on the 5th to 8th of March. I'll be doing music at that. I'll be doing my own versions of hosting piano karaoke, which is songs from the movies because it's a film festival. So I'm going to have a list of 
songs that people can get up and sing. I love accompanying other singers. It's a fun thing for me to do. And I'm also playing regularly around the place. So please just get in touch and ask. There's, there's often like restaurant gigs or anything as well, but I will be, I can't wait to. I just had my original EP launch, unofficial thing, be cancelled, unfortunately. But um, yes, I will be looking forward to doing a show at the Hotel Cafe or something. So just keep an eye on my website. What is the website? LisaCrawley.com. Really easy for everybody to find. Thank you, Lisa Crawley. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, DJ Wyatt Schmidt, for making a great episode out of this, as you always do. And thank you, MC Owen, for all the social media support you're giving us. Follow us, please, listeners, on Backstory Song on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We are posting about all of our episodes daily, a lot of stuff out there. And thank you all for listening to our show.